to Drunk Bitches in Politics, where bitches get drunk and talk politics. I'm here with our producer, Rachel, and our co-host, Jennifer, Michelle, Michi, Michi, <laughs> all right, and I am your host and moderator, Michelle, and um, so girls, what are we drinking tonight? Well, um, we drank. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, wine. Hello, wine. We pre-gamed with Skeleton Malbec that is from Argentina and comes in a lovely one-liter bottle. We like that. We like it. It's got a pink label. It's from Argentina. It's It was pretty darn good. Um, Went well I, with our Mexican food tonight. Exactly. Gets a thumbs up. Let me give it a thumbs up. All right. And Mishy? Um... I'm going to brag on this bottle because this is a really good bottle. It's good shit. Um, this is Sassy Premium Wines. They make a really black, heavy blackberry noted cab, which is from Valle Central, which is from Chile. You say, yeah. Uh, and it is delicious. It's like a little sweeter than any cab I've ever had before. But with all the alcohol, which is super nice. <laughs> um, and it's, it says, hello, sassy cab. She's dark red with blue hues, fruity aromas of red and black berries. Yield a well-rounded body with sweet and velvety tannins on a long-lasting palate. Get sassy and enjoy. And I'm feeling extra sassy. <laughs> and I am enjoying. <laughs> and even I like it because I'm not a big red fan, but that was super fruity for me. And you know, I like Yeah, my... you said you'd actually drink it, Jen. Yes, yeah. I would. I would totally drink that. So Jen and so... I are, are, are uh, parting from the wine tonight. Just it's yes. been a week. <sighs> so Jen, what, what liquor are you drinking Rick. tonight? Oh, oh, excuse me. So you, it's been a week. So you're abstaining from wine and you're going straight into the liquor. Yeah. yeah. I, love I it. had one glass of wine with my, with my dinner and then yeah. I love it. Drink straight yeah. to liquor. It has been a shit week. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking Sailor Jerry rum, dark spice as hard as you can get mm. as far as rum is concerned. Mm. It, like, with I a splash of Pepsi. With a splash of like. With but a splash. Pepsi. I know mm-hmm. everybody's like rum and coke. Look, fuck coke. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. You're drinking yeah, with Pepsi? Uh, look at um, those but, views do not reflect the rest of this podcast. No, 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 no. Call me Coca Cola. Like, we're not, you know what? Nobody's paying us anything for this. So hey. I, I'm allowed to have an opinion because yeah. nobody's paying us no, to have yeah. a different opinion. And Pepsi's got money too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Mission did it right. Damn it. I did it right earlier. <laughs> and the rest of us are over here going, oh, God. Oh, God. Like pigeons. Oh, God. So, I'll get it. I'll get so, it. Yes. I'll get it one day and that'll be cool. I um I'm you know, I'm I'm a stay at home mom and it's spring break week and I got a four year old and okay. a te- and a teenager. So <laughs> I'm drinking the rum. All right. Living my best life. Living my best life. And I am uh drinking makers whiskey. So yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the way of the Irish, and it is St. Patty's Day weekend, and that's clink clink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I gotta figure out how to be Irish by Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) You're with Irish, (laughs) yeah. You with me? Good. So everybody, pour your choice Mm -hmm. of alcohol, and let's get started. Fill me up. All right. It is so delicious, isn't it? It is. Hey, Sassy, call me. Sassy. <laughs> oh, 
provide wine for this podcast. <laughs> call call drunk bitches and politics. <laughs> yeah, drink it. Throw some cash. So, um, so we're gonna be talking about some of the big stories that hit us this week. Um, first one is um, is a good thing. <laughs> Jen's really excited about this one. I bet crawling out of her skin. <laughs> Our boyfriend is back, Jen. He's My back. boyfriend's back, and, and you're gonna, gonna be a trouble. Hella, hella. Well, whatever, whatever do you mean? And he's gonna be present. <laughs> <laughs> Who next are you even talking about? <laughs> the none other than Mr. Beto Oroch. Yeah. <laughs> Finally got um, out of the Metallica concert and off of his bicycle. <laughs> Or skateboard? <laughs> or skateboard or whatever. He was caught in El Paso riding a bike. They were just like, dude, seriously. Like a Whataburger drop through. Yes. Um, God forbid uh, the man, like, have a life, take a break I know. after a two-year Senate run. Yeah. We are his life. Does yes. he not know that? Oh, yes. my goodness. Um, him and Amy and the kids are wonderful, but we need you back, Beto. And he is back. He yes. announced this I'm week he was running. So, Jen, mm. tell us. Like, all right, bitches, did you have sweet up. dreams that night? <laughs> <laughs> well, did Josh not, have to sleep on the couch? <laughs> you know what? Here's here's the the thing is like okay, so I was just to give everybody our listeners a little bit of background on my my whole Beto mania experience. I am proudly a Beto ambassador. Woo! Coat wearing, <laughs> yes, coat wearing. I got the jacket. If y'all see some bitch on Facebook with a Beto jacket, that's me. <laughs> my beautiful very caring mother-in-law who probably didn't vote for him um, but still beautiful supporting. caring mother-in-law very supporting made uh, embroidered a better jacket for me. so the so, picture the, that, the picture jacket. that went around the world of um, the woman hugging Beto after the, <laughs> after one of the rallies with on the back of the jacket that that's said me. Beto that's Jen um, and you have a backpack I do. I have a backpack as well. That but she I'm embroidered, need, right? She embroidered the backpack yes, too, right? Yes, and I need a new jacket and backpack because they all say for Senate. But I mean, <laughs> at this point, what don't you have? You've got ornaments. You've got rugs. Oh, my God. I have all the swag. You've got it's, it's, whiskey it's bordering, bottles. It's really bordering obsessive. Like, I used to make fun of people like this, but I, I like, now after that, it. I get it. So I apologize to anybody I ever make fun of for this. They were obsessed over Clinton or Yeah, Obama this is like, this is up Bush there with or, my yeah. Wonder Woman obsession. With people if, that got Bernie tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> Look, don't, don't ruin this with Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so anyway. All hey, right. do not get the Bernie squad to come after us. I'm no. not prepared for that. Yeah. Unless pre- y'all can fight, I don't want to get I'll into fight. this. I'll fight. I will fight you. Okay, so. All right, back to Beto. Um, so I And it's gotten a- off to a rock star beginning like, yeah, yes, I, I had that. a little bit of inside information. Um, so I knew a couple of weeks ago that he made the final decision to run for president, and I had I'm to keep, right. I had, <laughs> I had to keep my big fat mouth shut. And you know me, I don't like to keep my big fat, fat mouth shut. No, she I, I like see, M- Missy knows. I like to, <laughs> I like to run my mouth, but I had to keep it quiet because I needed to remember that I had to keep it quiet because you know. 
It is the best non-secret secret. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So here's yeah, why I'm excited. As Mishy said, he does a real good job of, of not, not running, running for, for president. president. <laughs> not running for president. Because I I remember actually posting this in a Young Democrats chat, um, and I was like, Can you imagine? Making people excited for something that they saw coming and they know exactly what you're doing. Right. And they're all sitting on the edge of their seats like they have no idea what this announcement is. But they know like, what the announcement is. But they is. know what the, but that's what I'm saying. That's right. the star power. Everyone is like, oh my God, there's an announcement. Oh my God. But like, we all know exactly what the announcement is. But they're they're really still did, excited. But they're still excited. Ooh, sorry, we got dogs. We got dogs, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they're our mascots. They're our mascots. Yes. So here's okay, so I know people were getting were getting antsy and frustrated and, and a you know, a little bit snippy and kinda made me want to do some throat punching. Um that he wasn't officially announcing saying I'm running for yeah. president, even though it was obvious that he, he was, was gonna run for, for president. president. You yeah. could tell with his smile reaction during the Oprah interview, he had decided at that point. Yes. Oh, like yeah. in his mind, he didn't obviously did not talk to Amy about that. Because if you read the vanity interview, Amy realized after the interview and she had that look on her face like, You motherfucker. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna do this again. Yes, we're gonna do this yeah. again. But and not but in a loving way, because I know Amy is super supportive and absolutely loving and, and um, she's... I think she, well, she believes in her yes, husband. Yes, she, she believes in her husband and, and she's she, incredibly smart. Yeah. And she knows um, that, that the country needs him. I don't know if he's going to win the primary. The, there's a huge optimistic part of me, which is not... A common thing for me. This is not a usual thing for me to be common and non-cynical. There's an optimistic part of me that feels like he's going to win the primary. Um, but even if he doesn't, Beto needs to be on the road right now. He need everybody needs to see and hear and feel and be in that moment with him mm-hmm. to feel that positivity yes. that this country needs. Yeah. And I like I, I keep wanting to write something about this to let everybody know. Regardless of how you feel about him, about some policies, this country needs this man's positivity, mm-hmm. if anything. And yeah. there's a perfect example of it. Um, I think I saw it either this morning or yesterday morning, where after he announced, President Trump made some comment <laughs> about him and the way he's very, he gesticulates a lot. He's his all hands. over the place with his hands. His hands. And Trump so has they a asked, hand oh yeah, because yeah. someone said that too and I was like I talk with my hands all the time and he's just really passionate about what he's saying I'm talking with my hands right Right now exactly (laughs) it's amazing we haven't knocked over the bottles the computer the microphone he's just really passionate about the words coming out of this but the thing is is that when a reporter told Beto about that while he was in Iowa and he goes oh did he well, I, I'm not really focused on that. I think people are looking for something bigger. They're yes. looking for something um, to be a part of something. And I can't remember the exact words. Everybody he said, wants but us he to be above the fray. He ex- he was very quick to dismiss it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to go toe to toe and start doing this tit for tat. He said something about me. It, I'm dismissing it. Yes, it's, we're better than that. And he did the same thing on his campaign race. It. It's the thing I love about candidates like him is it's like, I don't want you to vote against the other guy. I want you to vote for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. And he brings out that positivity, that hope. 
And I know everybody gets annoyed when people start to compare candidates to Obama and like not everybody can be Obama Obama or John F. Kennedy. But they could still be but as hopeful as hopeful. those candidates. And he yes. brings that. And, and, and I think that when we are so, we've been also beaten down ever since the first Women's March. You know what I mean? The day we were all crying on, on November 7th, whatever day yeah. it was. <laughs> I don't know. The ninth? Yeah. I don't remember now. It was the ninth. Um, that we have been looking for something positive. And I think that's part of the reason why he had so much energy around his race. I think that's part of the reason why so many were, people were just on pins and needles hoping he was going to run. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, too, he's um, he's just genuine. He's authentic. And that's, right. And he's very I, open to talking I, to anybody and everybody. He doesn't, like he said, he's like, I'm not a Democrat. Or I'm not, he's like, I don't, I don't care who votes for me, Democrats, Republicans. He's like, no. Just we just need to talk about like how do we how do we fix America how do how do we get Americans you know back on their feet like he, he just he's like I don't care who comes to my rallies and I want I'll I talk to everybody sure, I want to make sure I get this in because I don't know how much time we're gonna spend on this this couple more minutes and we gotta move on so. but I want to make sure to get this in because I want to make I want everyone who's listening to understand I didn't just volunteer I did not just block walk and you know meet him occasionally. I spent time with him during right. I, I planned I planned rallies for him and I spent time with him before he went up on that stage and I spent time with him behind the stage. And his team. And his team. And I've you know, his I wife. still I still stay in touch with his sister and uh, with Jody, his former campaign manager, who is amazing and started a mom's man action group in Ohio, so hello, shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want everyone to understand, I'm an incredibly cynical person who has very little trust in few people, especially men. Beto is the real deal. He's genuine. He's authentic. And he he truly, absolutely cares for every single person that he meets. And... Regardless of how you feel about his beliefs on policy, the first thing that we should absolutely look for in every political figure in America is that somebody is is someone who genuinely cares about every person that they meet and come into contact with. And this man, he met me once and three months later remembered me. Yeah. And yeah. And I've, I've actually said something about this on Facebook and I was like, there's some people who just have it, mm-hmm. and they don't have, have to try. Exactly. And right. he has whatever that it is as a campaign manager. You don't have to build a candidate from scratch. He just has it. He reminds me of Simon Cowell on American Idol, or what's the other show he does? Wait, Simon Cowell? Simon Cowell He's is an asshole. <laughs> He's an asshole. No, no. They don't. No, Simon Cowell doesn't remind me of Beto. What I you're like saying. Oh, no, what you're saying reminds me of what Sam, Simon Cowell used to say about a Cla- okay. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. God. Um, damn. Yeah, I, was like, well, yes. um, I was getting there. I was um, getting there about how they just have it. Yes. He doesn't know what it is, it but he knows her. it when he sees it. Right. Yes. Because he, with to your point, every single time he meets someone, it's like a one-on-one connection. And I've always said that. <laughs> Girl's if, fucking attacking me here. I'm on your side. If, if okay. there is anything that any candidate running this cycle can take from Beto, which is invaluable advice, is that most candidates talk more than they listen. Yes. And what Beto is good at doing is 
looking at you and listening to you. And then when you're done talking, he repeats to you exactly what you just said to let you know that he's been listening to you. Mm -hmm. And it is golden. Even like when he met my daughter, Sydney, Sydney ran up to him and gave him a hug. And he looked at her and he said, this is what I needed all day long. Super genuine. Super genuine. And he meant it. It was not. It did. It it doesn't come off as fake or practiced or like right. he's a robot. And then Zoe he's gave him the Zoe look. And he was, <laughs> like, and he was and okay he was with like, that. He was okay. He was like, and yeah, I get it He, too. he he's understands. Like, he's like, he I get that Zoe. He has a little way to go before he can impress Zoe. She's not easily won. <laughs> Zoe uh, <laughs> Zoe's my youngest, yeah. but also oldest in certain ways. Well, no, I think, I think he was like, yeah, I was feeling like that too, uh, Zoe. Yeah. And... Just to clarify, Zoe is only two years old. Yeah, she's only two, but she's probably like 45. Yeah. Um, or she loves is. me, so. But to get, into the, to get into the campaign world part of it, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm interested to see how Beto fits in into the slate of candidates. Uh, we have such a different variety of candidates, different policy stances. And even more so, I know there's so much enthusiasm here in Texas with him coming so close in Texas. Like, he... He pushed further that gap that Hillary pushed. Yes. pushed um, he changed right. the landscape. He moved mountains. Right. Like, I mean, if you're going to talk about landscaping, mm-hmm. if anyone's ever done any fucking yard work in their life. Right. I mean, I'm not talking about just mowing the lawn. This motherfucker picked up one mountain and moved it to the other side of the goddamn yard. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, it's, and I think <laughs> it'll be interesting to see between him and Julian. And I believe... Beto is going to carry Texas like no other because he did the work and people here, the enthusiasm here is insane. Like I haven't seen that for any other candidate where people are like waiting in the ranks to see what is happening. And his (laughs) volunteers are like, again, it's that Obama thing. Right. That same quality. Yeah. Well, you saw that when you worked for Obama. Right. Is that there were too many volunteers. We didn't know where to put people. Yeah. People would come in and be like, put me somewhere. And I'm like, what do we have? Where? You know? um, and I'm, I'm interested to see how that is going to translate across the nation. Because we know what that looks like in yes. Texas. We'll see, we'll see what it looks um, like week after week. Any last, yeah. any, any, seriously. Money. Last I want to talk about money. Last comment. I want to talk about money. Move on. So far in this race, nobody has come close to the amount of money that Bernie has raised. Bernie raised $5.9 million dollars in 24 hours. I'm still not waiting seen, to hear. We haven't had yeah, any numbers. Yeah, we haven't heard what So Meadow we're waiting to we'll see what those numbers look and like. And I think you're right. I think it, it is going to be the money. I mean, it is going to be the money. That's how you get yeah. volunteers. Right. That's how you get paid. Pay, because you pay people in your campaign, block walkers, all that stuff. There's some people who have their things about Bernie, <clears> but the fact that he raised $5.9 million in 24 hours mm-hmm. at an average of $27. And still... Right, and those that's no packs. That's no packs. Right, that's which is what Beto is doing again is no packs. So that means that there's why. a there's a much larger the interest out there for in Bernie. my mind. That's why they're the top contenders too. Right, no packs. So I'm, I want to see Beto's numbers, and I think it'll give us more insight. In so how we'll, we'll across follow, the nation we'll have what to that make looks sure, like. Okay. Yeah. So my final my promise, final promise thing, thing for next for next time is that we will have numbers from <laughs> yes, with Beto's. Yes. Yes. And then Jen, last comment. My final thing, real quick, is that um. The coolest thing I love about this with Beto running right now is that I have friends from various states asking me, how can I volunteer? How can I help? When is he going to be here? I know he's going to be in Ohio, but what part of Ohio? I live in Northeast. Is he going to be in Northeast? That's, I mean, that right there. That enthusiasm? We haven't seen it. Aside from Bernie's fundraising. Yes. Right. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's great. And a lot of that is because, you know, we all spent, all the volunteers, we spent a year and a half 
yeah. boosting it on social media. <clears throat> yeah. Right, right. No, his, yeah, no, his campaign really knew how to do that well. Yes. Um, so now let's go into um, the orange man. <laughs> the, yeah, the, you can't see me rolling my eyes. I, need more, I, need I rolled them so hard I checked yeah. out my own. So ass. let's so let's talk about um, how the the Senate and um, does anybody the have the Republican Senate? Yeah, let's talk. Does anybody have a list of the senators that voted? So basically, I, I did. Let me pull it up. So Ray, I'm gonna let you explain to our audience um, the biggest Orange Man news of the week. I mean, obviously okay. he does something stupid every yeah, fucking every day. day. The, but let's find him. Yeah. Yes. So we had exactly. (laughs) So first we had um, we have his his emergency declaration uh, about the border and the wall to build the wall. To build the wall because there's a national emergency, and so there was a vote with the Senate, and they uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Overruled it. They 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 rejected it. Rejected rejected it. Thank you. I can't think of words. Voted against. (laughs) They voted against. Hello, wine. Hello, wine. So all the Democrats and they said no, Trump. They said no. They no, it was actually no. the Republicans. Well, that's what I was going to say. All the Democrats and twelve Republicans mm-hmm. voted against it, and that was what did it. Right. Do so we have? Do we have the list of twelve Republicans? That. We do. I, I think. I think all of the positivity should be, you know, like you all should talk about all of the nice positivity, positive things that you guys have to say. And then I'm going to throw in my cynical remarks. Okay. Well, mine is kind of a, I don't I know feel like it's absolute bullshit. Well, here's the thing is that, um, the thing they wanted to remember is that if they were to let him do this, it was going to set precedent. Right. And that was why. At least some of those 12 voted against it. Yes. Because if they were to let it go, then they knew as soon as Democrats came into power, all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's, it's lovely. So, yeah. control, so do you know, do you know what that, or, tells, me? Or, know what that uh, tells me? Earth. Do you know what that tells me? Climate control. You know what that tells me too? What? That they're scared of losing the presidency in 2020. There's yeah. that too. Oh, or there's seats. And, 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 and or seats. And or their seats. Yes, but that, but it tells me that they're scared. But okay. if, they they, if they thought they had it locked down, right? Then yes. then they would have just got, because they, oh, they want everything the else. Well, but here's the thing is I don't think it's even that short sighted. Okay. If it's ten years from now, the Democrats took back the presidency. Yeah. Or four terms from now, we took back the presidency. If for somehow they made a run on this thing, yeah. they still would be concerned that it set precedent. Yeah. And I think the Republicans are realizing this now is that Long term for their party, this is a deciding factor for where they're going to go as a party. Um, and so, some of the names on yeah. here are, are pretty surprising. Um, so well, we've Murkowski got. is one of them, and I got shit to say about <laughs> We've got Roger Wicker <laughs> from Mississippi. We've got Marco Rubio from Florida. Uh, Rob Portman from Ohio. Susan Collins from Maine. Uh, Lisa, I always can't say her name. Murkowski from Alaska. Uh, Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania. Roy Blunt from Missouri. Lamar Alexander from Tennessee. Mitt Romney from Utah. Rand Paul from Kentucky. Jerry Moran from Kansas. And Mike Lee from Utah. Okay, so listen. Wait, wait, did John Cornyn's not on that list? No. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. No. You know better. I know. I'm being being facetious. You better know. I'm being facetious. I'm I'm, I'm being... What are you going to do? Ask me Ted is on this list next? So, all right. Let's let's chat about that big list. That's a big list. 
I feel like I'm getting a tat today. <laughs> That's a big list. Like big the list. majority of those people of those Republicans on that list are big names. Really? Uh-huh. They are not they're not like, you know, background Republicans. No, 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 no. no. These but are prominent names. Let's talk about Murkowski and Collins. Yes. Let's um those ladies. ladies. Yes. Um, ladies. <laughs> Murkowski and Co- we'll, we'll focus on Murkowski. Murka- they voted on this knowing that Trump was going to veto it. All of those Republicans voted on it knowing that Trump was going to veto that. Mm-hmm. Because what's going to happen now? Brownie points. Now that it's been vetoed, mm-hmm. it's going to be brought back. back up. Mm-hmm. And so now they have a chance to add in any bullshit mm-hmm. that they want to add in. Okay. You know, hey, mm-hmm. you know, if you want me to vote for this, I need this and I need that. That pork barrel mm-hmm. stuff. Exactly. So, I don't, I, like, everyone's like, oh, yay, everybody, you know. I know, but, blah, 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 blah. Well, okay, but is that but, the case? Because this isn't a bill. We, we know Murkowski and Collins' record. But are you certain of this? That yeah. this is what can happen? It's just exactly what can happen. Because now that, because now that Trump has vetoed it, we have the chance to veto his veto. Yes. Like, what do order, we need? Like a three fifths? Yes. In order 60. to do that, you need sixty order, votes, right? So now at this point, or Murkowski 60. and Collins and all of the other Republicans can say, "But and you know, if you want my vote to veto the veto, give me this and this." So what exactly are they going to ask for? Well, we'll have to wait and see. Okay. I mean, I, I agree so with you. Jay. Like if that if that's what they're doing. Um, I don't know why more I Republicans. I don't know why it. more Republicans wouldn't have just signed on for it though. So it goes back to the House. It will go back to the House for a possible veto override. Yeah. And Speaker 16. Nancy Pelosi said the House will vote on March 26 on a measure to override the veto. Okay. Um, they're gonna have the votes. Yes, yeah. I'm sure. Yes, we have the majority. Um, so. And then it ends there. No, no then it goes. Then it goes right. Then it goes right. Right. So I, I mean, I think Jen's, I think Jen's right. I think okay. they could, they could wind up asking for something, which I mean, we all know it's Republicans, so I wouldn't put. I it just, past I them. don't trust Murkowski and Collins. I, I know why I'm singling them out because I because feel they like, vote, vote I mean, these are Kavanaugh. these are Republican women who have had the opportunity. They are moderate Republican, yeah, women, opportunity so after opportunity after opportunity to do the right thing, and they only do things. And most of the time, like, they keep claiming it's to benefit their districts or their, you know, their, their State. states. Mm-hmm. But does it really? It's to benefit I mean, them. let's be I just, honest. I don't trust We're them. About freaking it's freaking Alaska and Maine. Yeah. You couldn't be further, <laughs> further from like, how are, wall. <laughs> right. How are these two states, Alaska and Maine, making such a big fucking deal in, yeah. in, in all of the, you know, in the grand scheme of things? But here we are. I mean, like, I think it I makes just, sense. I don't trust Murkowski and Collins. well, no, I don't no, trust them. I don't. No, you know, no. I think they both. I, we've ca- they've voted with Democrats sometimes. Both of them have done it sometimes, but they're not a slam dunk. You can't count right. on them. They are still Republicans. I, they're and I think it's uh, I think it's a. Um, I mean, you got you got light tread lane. The only reason I say that is because we bitch if they don't vote right with us, and then we bitch when they do vote for us. Now, if they start asking for shit. And they come back and they go, well, we changed our mind, blah, blah, blah. I mean, obviously, that's a whole different story. Um, or if they start adding stuff to it. Like, I don't... But, I, don't, but, I mean... This is the only time that I, I'm bitching about their vote with us. Because I know 
that they have to come back and vote again. Yeah. And in order to get that vote from them, they're going to ask for something and then they could end up not voting. Yeah. But what what is kind because of interesting it'll like in the like to the people who aren't paying attention. Was this the only way to take care of the of the national but, emergency thing? Was yes. this the yes. only way? Yes. And yeah. but what's really right. interesting is that I, I understand where you're coming from, but per their words, the people who voted against this bill voted against it because they thought it was an abuse of power. Right. And not like those are their words. Like this is going a little too far. Did Murkowski actually say that? Um I don't have or the people that drew her. up the resolution. I feel like, like Republicans these... have no place to say abuse of power. Here's the thing. They have right. an office. And if the president can do whatever the fuck he wants all the time. Yeah. The Democrats are going to have a president at some point. Oh, right. yeah. And right. you, are, you are setting precedent, we, like setting you said. Setting precedent. And right. we have three branches of government. There is right. supposed to be a reason that they have power of the purse strings. Yeah. And he is trying to take that away from them. Right. So, you know, whether he's on your side of the, you know, your political of side. the wall? But <laughs> <laughs> up, up. <laughs> Where's my fucking horn, Michy? I know. <laughs> 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 want to talk she's about over, She's over here Googling and shit. over here Googling. There's your horn, bitch. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, like, they recognize the fact that, like, they have power. Because if the president can just do whatever the fuck he wants. Then that makes them impotent. Yeah. So, and, and so what Ray is, is saying is they had a glimmer of, of like. But you know, oh. Nancy had an excellent point about that. And to quote her, she said, "House Republicans, for when he goes back, mm-hmm. will have to choose between their partisan hypocrisy and their sacred oath to support and defend the Constitution." And I think the Republicans are feeling that because they claim to be the constitutionalists yes. right. of the land. Right. And now this is where you get to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Um, Stop wiping your ass with the Constitution. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I would be happy. I would love to be wrong. I'm we'll next. see. I would absolutely love to. I'm like, you know me. I don't like to be wrong. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't step you on don't the, say. I don't. I don't step on a hill unless I know okay. I'm right. I'm die on it. Um, but I'm gonna say I I feel I feel like I've watched Murkowski. I don't know why what it is with these two. Maybe it's some internal misogyny there. But I feel like with with well, Murkowski could it be and also Collins, that they're real? They're actually listening to listening to their constituents. I don't believe that they are. I feel like they're full of shit. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna come out and say it. I feel like they are. And the cynical Jennifer is back. Yes, here I, here I am. Yeah. Thank you, Beto, for cheers to that. Cheering for, thank you. Um, you need a good cynic in your Yeah, life. I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to be realistic here. All of these Republicans that voted against this, I feel like they know they know the game. If I can pick up on this, you know those motherfuckers are picking up on this because they've been in the game longer than I yeah. have. So I feel like they're going to ask for something ridiculous, and then that they're going to end up. Not helping us. When, does, when, does, the vote, the thing, when does the whole thing happen? Next with, week. On the twenty sixth. I would like to be wrong. But here's the thing, Jen. I adore to be. They wrong. could have just approved Ooh. it and still gotten what they wanted. Well, kind of, sort of. Like maybe this is kind of a backwards way to do it. But it's All a right. way to we'll, confuse. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, yeah, and then we can gonna, talk about it then. Yeah. Okay. All so right. moving on. Next subject. Yeah. The only reason I want to move on is because the last one's probably going to take up. Um, a lot yeah, of our time. So uh, we're going to take a break. 
Um, a couple of us need to pee because you know we are drinking. We gotta pee. We're women. We're drinking. We've all had children and bladders and children. I don't know. I'm still good because I do my kegels she, while she, I do up. my googles. And she pees once a day, so <laughs> I do. I do my. I do kegels while I do googles. And we're gonna leave that in because most of our listeners are gonna be women and they can all relate. Right, ladies, relate. please do your. Kegels. So we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick break. And then we'll be right back with our last story of the day. Okay, we are back to uh, Drunk Bitches in Politics. And so we, the last story, um, I just saved a little bit extra time for it. I think we're probably going to need it. Um, Yes. I don't, we normally are not going to talk about um, sad and destructive stories, but I think it's very relevant to talk about this this week, what happened in New Zealand. It's news. It's news. Um, I don't know that we're going to be able to make a whole lot of jokes about it, but probably not. Um, But um, but it definitely needs to be talked about. I think it's been on all of our minds. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of news this week, but that is definitely a news story I was from traveling and stuff that I was not able to stay away from. It was everywhere. Um, so I'll kind of just leave it to the rest of y'all to talk about. First, First, who um, who wants to just state, Miss, you've got it pulled up, I see. So yes. why don't you just give us the, the basics of what happened in New, Z- so, New Zealand this week? I actually, yesterday was at the movies. I went to go see Captain Marvel, which is a whole different thing. It was amazing. But I came out of the movie and I went on Twitter and um, I just started looking at all the trends and New Zealand was like trending all over the place. And I regrettably am one of the people who has their videos on auto on Twitter. Um, So I... New Zealand was trending, so I clicked the, the post, and I see a dude come out of his car who appears to have a GoPro strapped on his body or somewhere on top of his head, and is holding a power rifle and is walking towards the building and walks through the door, meets a couple of people at the door, and immediately opens fire and just starts gunning people down. And people are, like, running and screaming in this mosque, which I found out was a mosque once he got inside. And people are screaming and running, and he's going into every room in this mosque, and whoever is, like, running or coming towards him, he's just, like, shooting and gunning down. And it didn't... At first, I didn't know what I was watching because uh-huh. it looked yeah. like a scene out of a video game. Like, you're watching right. this dude going, he's just opening fire, and there are bodies everywhere. So graphic. And I'm like, what am I watching? Um, and he goes over into the, the main area of the mosque where people are praying. I mean, there was a person who looked like they were down there just in the middle of prayer, and he opened fire. And I'm like... What the hell am I looking at? And that's when I found out, after going through all of it, that I had just seen a live video of 49 people get killed on the spot. And one of our friends, who was Rachel's daughter in London, had actually warned in a group chat before, and I didn't get a chance to look at it. And she was like, hey, there's a video don't watch the video. And I I didn't get a chance to, to see that message. And I just... 
even when you go yeah, in. Yeah, I haven't room, watched the video. I don't, I don't, I yeah. don't. I, Please don't watch the video. Right. Don't so, share the video. And I, w- I want to say something about that video because I'm getting a little disturbed by people who are sharing specific news stories that indicate, hey, we have the video of the massacre here embedded into our story. Right. And you share that. And I think, honestly, at this point, it's 2019. If you are on Facebook, you should know better than to share something like that unless right. something is wrong with you. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think it's completely thoughtless and inconsiderate because these yeah. are human beings that were just massacred. And it was um, hard for me to come to terms with what I just seen. Yeah. And well, even and I, even just going back and thinking about it, when you're watching it, it the whole thing feels so surreal. It looks like a video and game. I think, and Yes, you were telling me about that. And, right. And I was like, the rest of the night, I kind of I was talking to my husband and I was like, we're so desensitized to the fact that people will share something like that. I just watched people lose their lives on live camera. Like, and imagine people, someone, the people shared these this. People. Yeah. So imagine being right. the family of these people. Right. I can, I can tell you, um, you know, I've talked to a lot of survivors and family members of, of victims of gun violence. And to imagine knowing all of my friends, I've made a lot of friends in the last couple of years. Um, who are survivors of people who were lost to gun violence, who were stolen to gun violence. And to imagine my friends, my now friends, knowing that their loved one's death Final moments. Yes, their final moments were put on video for the world to see. And that these curious, morbid people... these morbid people were sharing this on on video like right. it was a video game. Like they're so it, distant so attached. So I have a question: Is this is it uh, being mm. shared on Facebook and Twitter, and then Everywhere. and Facebook and Twitter are not shutting this down? No, right. they are. They're going okay. out of their way to take him down okay. because the video that I watched, like within seconds, because I immediately reported it once I knew what right. was. Right, and there were people in the comments who were outraged, like, "How dare yes. you?" Because we have this culture of like news sharing where people want to be the one to break the exclusive to have exclusive right. content but like we have to have ethics yeah. about there's this. a limit and to that so, i think it's right. completely and shame on the people that that first produced that first shared that video yeah right you know right because we know it could have just from, gone no from the experience the experiments that teachers have done yes right with their kids in their classroom to yes. say i want to show my kids how um one like, or I mean, one post can be shared, and, and how it can reach and it becomes viral, right? right. And, and yes. that's not to disregard the moments where recording these last moments is important. Like in Philando's case, his girlfriend recording those last moments was very important for the rest oh, of us to see. That, that was a completely so, different yes, scenario. Yes, so something that's not. Yes. To, there are moments where these. These last moments are very difficult to watch, but they're beneficial. Yeah. But there was nothing beneficial about this. No. Yes. Because the person who did this did it for attention, and, and he reported it. it, and he's getting it. He's getting people to basically be a mobile tool for him to spread his hateful message, and that was very difficult because he got what he wanted. So right. what what do I, we know? What do we know about um, the the killer? We don't know the, much about. I mean, I he had a manifesto out much. there. He was a white supremacist. Um, but what I want to focus on is let's let's stop go back for a second to that to why there's a difference between sharing a video such as the girlfriend of Philando Cast- Philando Castile 
compared to the video of the murderer. Right. Um, when you're, when the video of the murderer is that you're doing it from a perspective of somebody who's angry and has hate in their heart right. and is doing it to show off. It's, um, hey, look at all these lives I'm taking. Oh, yeah. And, and Fernandez's yeah. girlfriend you was doing have, it to say, for this justice. cop murdered right. Right. Well, she did it for two justice. reasons. She right. did it to see, people, I want you to see what he just did. And she made it live because she didn't want to die. Right. She right. did it for self-preservation. And if, and if she were to die, she wanted people to know how it happened. Yes. yes. Because I don't think in that moment she didn't think she wasn't going to die. Yeah. No, I think she thought she was going to die. And her daughter absolutely. as well. And yeah. I think she wanted those last moments recorded, which is very different from people on social media taking a man who obviously recorded this because he wanted people to see this and then taking that and doing spirally it. Yes. spreading it. Yeah. And he wanted and to recruit others into this right. really disgusting fold. Right. And I can tell you, I've talked to and have, and have grown relationships with people who are victims, including survivors of victims from the Charleston shooting um, who were victims of a hate crime, not just a random school shooting, not just a random mass shooting, but this was a, a hate crime by a white supremacist. Um, the perspective, that, that perspective of the video from the shooter compared to the perspective of a video of a victim makes the difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I'll be happy if somebody still doesn't understand this. If, if one of our listeners still doesn't understand this, right. I'm happy to have this conversation with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Which is why I felt like it was an important distinction yes. to make because right. that we, we see, even with like, I remember when Trayvon was shot. I remember there and were pictures of his dead body posted everywhere on Twitter. It hurt my heart Or listening to, to the recording on the phone. And right. Yeah. And I remember going on Twitter and seeing him uncovered, like completely lifeless, and his body mangled and on the ground. And it was so hard to watch. But I think it was important for white America to see that. Like, well, we it was important to, for you to see what that looks like. And there's several like. videos, and, and uh, please forgive me that I don't remember every victim's name, but there's several videos out there of where... You know, somebody's running from the cops, mm-hmm. and it's usually a person of color. Right. Um, and they're being shot, mm-hmm. and some a bystander records, like ba- basically took their life in their own they did. hands right. yes. to record and that, knowing that what they're doing. Yeah, recording exactly because it's the, with the way the system is set up is that you know right off the bat your story isn't going to be believed. It's, right. It's the same. It started with Rodney King, right? Nobody yes. would have believed a bunch of cops. But somebody, shit out the of person him. who was if recording that, that video, they knew. They knew. Some shit is right. going down here, down and, here and nobody is going to believe so, that that for some reason, seven or nine cops weren't able to right. find him and really, just arrest him. People they had really didn't believe that that was a thing. Right. And Ronnie King wasn't the first black man to have been beaten the shit out of no. by no. cops. No. But not at all. it was that moment where people saw that in video and went, oh my God. There's a museum in Montgomery because, dedicated to right. people who were Because it was put in front of you and you saw it. Which to Jennifer's point is a very different thing. Perspective but makes a huge a difference. difference. A huge difference because... When you see it from the perspective of, you know, let's go back to Philando Castile's uh, girlfriend, mm-hmm. you're you're hearing her voice, you're getting that 
and you're, she's begging. You're sensing that emotion the, from oh, her, yeah. and, and you're narcissism. able to, to hear it and feel it and see it and experience it from right. her Before perspective. Before your in the back trying and to comfort that, her. Exactly. Right. That perspective and that experience makes a world of difference in how people can see a story unfold. Right. And, you know... And so I, I knew, it, the reason why I brought that up is that I noticed that there were a couple of people on social media between Twitter and Facebook who thought these two things were the same. Um, and these two things are not the same. I can't even not see how somebody would think that. Because you know first of all, it's the, it's the murderer who has the GoPro. Right. And the other murderers are bystanders or people in the situation recording. I, and I you would be surprised that there, there are people on both the positive and negative aspects of the argument well, people felt like this video got released and people needed to see exactly how drastic and hateful this video was in order to understand. But, but, see, to me, they don't. Don't. but then there was but some people exactly. who were but also on on to your point is that they don't need to see it because as you were watching it no, without the context, you thought you were looking at a fucking video, video game. game. Right. I did. I did. And I've got to think that going into that, that descent, if you know that going in, and you look at that, and you have that mentality that maybe this isn't that bad, or that I might want to shoot up some people. The fact that it looked like a fucking video game desensitizes you even yes, more. Absolutely. Exactly. It and is, I'm not knocking video games. I yeah, we should knock well, video games like that. I, but we'll have to we'll have a that. discussion. <laughs> but, but I don't. I don't think that that it looked video that games way. are a prerequisite for violence. No. That's just me. Same. But uh, the fact that we looked, it looked like that, that desensitized you as you were watching it. It and did, what, right? It and did. what made you so horrified is after yeah. the, the fact, fact, knowing what and, you just saw. Oh. I can attest to a couple of men I know. I won't name one specifically that played those, I call them bang, bang, shoot them up uh-huh. game, yeah, uh, games. Right. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't hurt a flat even hurt a real person. No. Like, he just wouldn't. I will he's give never you, shot a real gun in his life. I will give you an example of probably the most meek man we all know, my husband. <laughs> he plays the big, big, big shit up video games right. all the time. And I, I think know. that it, there has to be something uh, in there, there's that something is, that triggers. Right. I, I think that now. there's somebody who can be predisposed to violence as far as like an, Which, in an abusive home. Da, 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 that, that can then become violent that maybe not once was. Right. And playing games video games doesn't make And violent. I don't know how many of us here had the chance to like read the manifesto. I read about maybe 20 pages of it. I don't. I, it was I, because what, I, the, what the whole thing. The, so the whole thing was sarcastic. It was trolling at a thousand. So he goes into a point where he he does a Q&A of himself and he asks himself. Um, so narcissistic. Uh, yes, and he says, who has been the person that you think has radicalized you the most? And his answer was Candace Owens, um, the black Republican. I was going to say, for those of us that don't know who she I is. I still don't know who she is. She's a black conservative that. on Twitter um, who is very much known for basically pro-Trump and Why calling black, pe- black, black people. Matters. He was trolling because he black said black that. Matters. Yeah, okay. and then he... One of the things he said was Fortnite. I don't know how many of y'all are familiar with the video game Fortnite mm-hmm. on I PlayStation. And he I mean, said, I don't play it, but I know what you're talking about. But he, Q, he Q&A'd himself and he said, what would you think is the video game verbatim that is... Would you say that video games are responsible for radicalizing you? He goes, oh yeah, totally. Um, Fortnite taught me how to kill my victims and floss over their bodies. So floss being the dance. Um, and... The whole thing was written satirically and 
super sarcastic and trolling at a thousand. Um, base, mm. But what I got from that yeah. was that he knew that he was just evil. Yeah. That right. he, he knew that he was just evil and there wasn't any, any outside influence. Um, he even goes forward to say that President Trump is like the beacon of all white supremacy and someone that he adores and all sorts of things. This is a person who Sociopath. is evil. Yeah. Right. Just evil. Right. I want to bring something into this and I, and, and just give me a second because I want to I want to put in the full context of this so nobody misunderstands. Okay. So there's somebody that I have on my Facebook as a friend. I'm not going to call out their name right now. Yeah, please I actually don't. next time <laughs> You know, we don't, we don't need that. <laughs> and this person has a big following, but they they quoted um, the New Zealand massacre was live streamed on Facebook, announced on 8chan, reposted on YouTube, commented about on Reddit, and mirrored around the world before the tech companies could even react. And then that was a quote. And then uh, this person said, "I'm not judging anyone who's curious about watching the video, as they reckon that most are doing so as they try to wrap their heads around how this could happen." However. You can't rationalize the irrational, and I think that widely disseminating it, particularly in the immediate aftermath, just does more harm. We can reflect upon how this could unfold and what to do about preventing future massacres without watching the video. RIP to the victims. But somebody commented on this post, and this is, this is what I'm getting at. This is what's important. Someone came on and commented, and I don't know who this person is. Or I was about to ask you, do what? we know who this person yeah, is? And I we'll share, then we'll I share know, secretly and I feel later. Like, I almost feel like their name is fake. Rachel <laughs> and, and Missy might know who they are. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think you know who this person is. I'm going to show you the name. Okay. Mm. Looks, looks but here's, here's their comment, and I feel, like, I feel like this is important oh, to talk bot. about. No, it's not a Russian bot. It says... That's what many black folks are saying about slavery photos and lynching photos. But the argument is to see it, is to understand compassion for it. I stand somewhere in the middle. I just said that, remember? Two right. seconds ago. But they're bringing up the lynching photos. So let's let's talk about this for a second. Just, okay. yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I don't think we yeah. have time to really deep dive deep into this. But you have lynching. I think for this particular subject. The lynching photos and the, and the photos that... She is, this person is referring to, I'm assuming it's a woman because the, the name is, is feminine. pretty feminine. Um, I mean, yeah, I apologize to anyone. Right. They, they we're going to go with she just for we're the We're going to go with she. So yes. back to the real subject. Um, the, the photos and the subjects that this person is referring to are historical photos of a major, major event that happened in this country referring to lynching and abuse of slaves and all that stuff. I feel like I feel like abuse that's almost kind of a false a false equivalence. Say. Exactly. Because because it's comparing apples and that's oranges. something from really the eighteen hundred or the, the seventeen and eighteen hundreds and yeah, yeah, let's go even with nineteen hundreds. Yeah. Yes. Not the same thing as a person putting a GoPro Onto their chest, right? Because while they massacre people. The distinction here is that with 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 lynchings and all of that, there are people who would like to pretend like none of that ever happened. Mm-hmm. With that, and I know that being a Black American who is not even who doesn't have African American lineage, which means I'm not a descendant of slaves. Mm-hmm. When I look at those pictures, I for me it's it takes a lot of emotional toll for me when I even see people in blackface. When all of the blackface stuff was going on. I just start blocking that. It gives me nightmares. It's just the living fucking shit out of me. And I, I but feel the same way about there are people, sexual assault situations. There are people who would like to deny that these events 
have taken place. And I think that it is an important Which is why we historical need. fact for these things to be shown. Do you think that it's it is it, it as a black person it feels good to scroll past pictures and see Emmett Till's body no. bloated up and right. and it's but, difficult. But if his mom could do a hold a public funeral, she felt that it was so important for people to mm-hmm. see him in his worst state to get the point across for people who wanted to bury this. That's different from someone who's shooting this because he wants you to share exactly. it. Exactly. And but I he would, wants you to spread it. What I yes. was going to say is and I think there's also even if you look at from the uh, the content issue. If I am looking at a photograph of people that have been hanged, hanging from the tree, that is still extremely different than if I was to watch a video of you hanging those people, right? And the acts leading up to it, yeah. And that, yeah. And it, there's and that would have been a celebration it, like, of it. Obvious, and that's nuance. the thing is that. No matter how many times we share, I'm not sure, but you know, it's, it is right. shared is that we are saying, oh my God, this is awful looks. And that is what makes it so fucking wrong. And so yeah. there, there, which is why the reason that I initially had brought up Philando Castile, because I'd seen the comparison with people who were saying, we're defending this by saying, well, I think it's important for us to see how... Terrible. I didn't. I didn't. Have, I didn't have to see the people getting massacred inside the Florida nightclub to and know it was awful. As someone right. who watched this accidentally like, and whose entire life has been changed, changed. I, those one minute and forty two seconds of watching people's last moments on camera have altered my life, and I did it accidentally. I came out of a movie, went on Twitter, and just yeah. auto played a video. And right. then found out what it was and regretted it the you rest of the You came out of fantasy night. land watching Captain uh, Marvel right. save the fucking right. world to, to like... To be sobered the fuck up. Yeah. And I remember talking to Quinn and I was like... Trying to get him to understand. I'm like, I, I can't I, believe what I just saw. I feel... Here's, here's the thing. And, and I'm not going to just say I feel like... I know for sure. Like, 100%. Perspective is everything. Experience is everything. And the... And the, the Perspective from which a story is told matters, mm-hmm. and it, it makes a world of difference. And the perspective of a murderer who wants you to share these videos, same evil person, disgusting piece of shit, compared to a woman who's just trying to survive, makes I mean, I, I it's just that is absolutely it's a false equivalency, a huge yeah. difference. And right. you, you, well, I mean, you you look at the people who were um, recording during the the Vegas shooting, right? Uh-huh. They weren't recording like people getting shot. They were recording going As evidence, like oh my god, look at their this. shots. Right, you know, look what's happening out. right now. We're over here, right. blah, yeah. blah blah. Like we, because they at you know the, at the very beginning they didn't know where the shots were coming from, what was going on, they had right. no fucking idea. I don't think it they thought that them what was happening. They thought this might be the last time they were ever able to speak right. to their loved ones and they were one just right. and I mean honestly is being someone who after it accidentally seen this video and started going because one of the, it led me to a loophole of wanting to find out who exactly is sharing this video and most of these people were sharing this video just for the likes and for the shits and the giggles and, right. I, and, 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 and there I was no sure greater these are people who have never once spoken to anyone no. who has been through this situation. So, and I'm not going to make makes myself me, it makes the me victim. Feel really of, sad about 
fucking humanity. And <laughs> I'm not gonna make myself the victim of anything. I, I had my like videos on autoplay, and I really wish that. But you changed that setting now. I did. You? I totally turned it off, and yes. you know, I hate the fact that someone put me in a position to. But yes. th- because now on t- with social media, anybody can report anything as news. And I clicked on this mm-hmm. going, this is news. What is this? And just right. watched it because I wanted to be informed. And I regret that someone put me in the position where I had to watch something that altered my life. And I noticed people's last final vulnerable moments on camera as if it was just a fucking joke. Yeah. And for people to virally spread that, I, I just, I remember, what is wrong with us? I know. People, I remember real quick. Um, yeah. Uh, it was, I just had to Google it, the journalist Daniel Pearl mm-hmm. that was beheaded. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that was in 2002. Remember? And they made a video and of it. And if we think back to 2002, they were like, uh-uh. There was, there oh my was God, no, I was such a child. We had no Twitter. We, had mm-hmm. no we didn't have social media. We didn't have social media. Mm-hmm. Any of that. You had email. We didn't have a prodigy. And you had, you had websites that you went yes. to and things like that. I didn't even have And that. I know that um, my husband clicked on it. Because it was sent to him in an email. Well, no, I think right? he went. I think well, he actually went. Because I know LiveLeaks was famous for doing shit like that. I, I think LiveLeaks. He, he knew what he was doing clicking. when he clicked on it, and he was. He didn't finish watching it. Mm-hmm. He was so disturbed and turned it off. And I remember him telling me that he he looked at it and was just like, "I can't believe I even saw that and how horrible that was," and. What that, what this New Zealand guy did was the exact same thing those beheading people were yes. doing, is mm-hmm. they wanted you to see these people in their last moments of suffering. Mm-hmm. And, That's why he recorded it, right? And I, the reason why I say this is that in two thousand and two, you had to make an effort to find it, right? And you didn't have to this time. And no. not only now that, it's almost being shoved it was, down your it throat. It was shoved down your throat, yes. and then also. People are choosing to shove it down other people's throats. Yes. It and just, I, I want to say something about that. Because because of the fact that um, and I, I'm a volunteer. Um, I know I said I wasn't going to bring this yeah. up. I'm, I'm going to bring this up because I am a volunteer with Moms Man Action. And I have Do you want to give a background for the listeners? Well, I do want to give is. a background because I, I don't want people. It's I, relevant. I want, yeah, it's relevant. Very and I relevant. want people to understand where I'm coming from on this. Um, you know, I, I have grown close to and have become friends with a lot of different survivors and victims of shootings, mass shootings that have made national news. And the very common thread between all of them is that the, I I may think this for a second because I want to be respectful of them. Um, the common thread here is that. At the end of the day, once the news turns off and they've all moved on to a different story that's more entertaining or more captivating, is that these human beings, these mothers, these daughters, brothers, sisters, daughter, everybody that have been taken in these mass shootings, is that when a killer, their murderer, the person who has taken these people from their lives, changes the narrative of these victims that that situation makes a world of difference to them. It changes the impact of their grief. It changes how they're able to grieve. It, it, It can change an opinion of one juror. 
it can change an yeah. opinion of a DA. It can change an opinion of somebody who is incredibly important and in making sure that justice is served here. So, right. now granted, this happened in New Zealand, which is, you know, outside of our country. It's outside, right. outside of our laws. But we need to learn something from this. This man, this piece of shit, who walked into a mosque of peaceful Muslims. Now I, get to, I feel like the, this, the, that story aside is, is a whole other podcast. Because I, yeah. like, I feel like we owe it to have a podcast and discuss how this country treats Muslims. And how apparently how Australia and New Zealand and other countries treat Muslims. Um... This piece of shit walked into a mosque and filmed it and tried to change the narrative of the victims. We need to make sure that all anything we share and discuss and, and, and disseminate about these victims is not from the perspective of the shooter, but from the perspective of the loved ones. Right. 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 And yep. that's what is important. We need to stop with this shock and awe Howard Stern type crap. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's what most yeah. of the rest of the world does. Yes. The art the interview I listened to from it was on NPR with someone in New Zealand. They didn't mention the shooter by name. They mentioned the victims. They call this person a terrorist. Yes. They did they are absolutely okay, so can we, that we are right, supposed right. to do. So can we talk about what um, y'all's feelings are of how New Zealand is handling this versus how we handle Oh, this. I think they have been excellent in their yeah, handling. So because you know what? One of the things that they came out and said this is... Well, Australia has this, done a this, shit job. They admitted that this is going to change well, them. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I know. They're two different yeah, countries. Yeah. Okay. They admitted Sorry. that this is, has changed them forever, that it's going to change their laws, that they're immediately going to look and see what they can do at a legislative level to change this, which is something we never do. No. We, could, we, we couldn't even be changed by babies. Right. And right. They, they had yeah. this, and, and they have a much lower rate of gun violence than we do. We have the right. highest in the world. We right. all know that. And to see them go out there and say, this is a very dark day. Mm-hmm. We don't ever want to go through this. And our gun laws are, our gun laws are going to change as a result of this. Do we know how he... Uh, Required a, legally. a gun? It was legally. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it, it was legally. So let's, let's, let's. Yeah. I mean, it is New Zealand. It's a, it's a different country. Like, what, whatever. Because I know we can't, thing. and we actually, we can't get into all the details. No, I understand we can't get into the details, but I want to mention something. Mm-hmm. Because I know we have, it, there's gun laws, but, and like Australia, you could talk about Australia's gun laws because Australia is like, the thing that they go to every single time we have a mass shooting, we go back to Australia and Scotland. But let's talk about Australia for a second. As soon as they had a mass shooting, they banned assault weapons and other certain type of guns. I don't have it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And they haven't had a mass shooting since then. Mm-hmm. But Australia has a serious problem with with Islamophobia. Well, I know, but we're talking about leads, are- But it's not separate. It is not separate. We need to include those. How? How is that? How is that the same as? as because gun- regardless of gun laws, this man was radicalized. 
Well, but, yeah, but, but you the, have, the eaters. Well, I know, right. but, but, but when I you know, have, but gun laws are never intended. Hold on, gun laws were never intended to keep people from being no, radicalized. No, no, no. I understand that. That's not I, gonna. That's, dude, I understand. Yeah, that. that's not. Those, but, those, those, that's apples and oranges. I mean, radicalization need, is a whole other subject. Need, like everyone's like, violence. oh, we have fancy. You know, we have all these great gun laws in Australia. Okay, and I, I'm. I don't think it's necessarily that anyone is saying they're great. It's their ability to. Act no, upon I understand the situation that people I are, that. are admiring. Yeah. I mean, so, they uh, haven't had another mass shooting. Right. It obviously was successful. But right. let's make sure everyone <laughs> understands New Zealand and Australia are not the same country. Right? Oh, yes, absolutely. That's an important <laughs> no. distinction to Like, me. I mean, yeah. I had to explain. I mean, they're quality. <laughs> Here's the thing. If we get rid of their knives, if we ban assault rifles, it doesn't mean that our racism is going to go away. Right. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. It doesn't mean that cops are are still going to kill unarmed black men. <laughs> Absolutely. Because Absolutely. they have the power. Absolutely. Like, that shit is not going to stop. Very important distinction. But it me. may mean that a Reduction. kid in Florida doesn't walk into a fucking school and shoots a bunch of kids. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I'm just, just saying, saying I'm just like, saying, like, I think hurts. everybody needs to yeah. be a realistic, you yeah. know. Yeah. But we can all agree on the fact as far as, like, acting and legislating after tragedies or being at the forefront of trying to prevent that Australia has done much better than... Yeah, Australia has done much better than most... Oh, fuck yeah. think Scotland. I think we've we've already talked about Asshole of the Week. (laughs) Who's the Asshole of the Week? So I think think Asshole's Week is the fucking Asshole of the GoPro, and I think his subsidiary (laughs) Assholes... Or people who shared the video. Yes. Right. Do I have a... Do I have a... Do I, yeah. Okay, well, yes, yes. But I would like to expound upon that because he even got more assholey. Yeah. Um, which I didn't even think was possible. Um, he appeared in court today, and I won't mention his name because I'm sure he's after the fame shooter? and notoriety. Yes. Already? Um, God damn. Yes. He went to court today, <laughs> um, and there was, there was an, an ounce of remorse to be located uh. in all of New Zealand on his behalf, and some have reported that he even flashed... Uh, the OK sign, which is in some parts oh. the oh my god, the white oh, supremacy really? sign, absolutely in off. court. So he is definitely um, the fucking asshole of the week, off. accompanied by the social media foot soldiers who shared this video. To your point, <laughs> and subsidiary assholes. I I don't know. Secondary assholes. Secondary assholes. I don't think that there is a punishment that can ever be handed down that is equal to what this man did. Did, but I hope that the hammer of justice is swift and harsh and painful mm-hmm. and is, it is, and is handed to the fullest extent of what can be given. I do know that New Zealand does not have the death penalty, uh, which is a whole different other thing. Yeah. And Bring them I'm, to Texas. I'm oh, not. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm not an advocate for the no, death penalty because I believe that the, the best form of punishment is sitting for the rest of your years and thinking about what a pathetic piece of shit you are. And yes. I hope that this ends with you. Jen. This is what happens when you've been drinking for an hour and a half. Hello, wine. Hello, um, wine. I'm sorry, in her case, hello, Sailor Jerry. Uh, Sailor Jerry. Hello, Rama. <laughs> okay. Um, and I hope Jesus that, to, back to what I'm saying, I hope that the hammer of justice is swift 
and it is as harsh as it's probably been it's ever been in the whole entire history of New Zealand and that he gets the opportunity to sit and think about every single one of those 49 lives that he took and that he is haunted for the rest of his He's life by his evil decision that he made and for whatever form of justice that we all believe in I hope that he suffers Good. Okay. I think we can all agree on that. Do okay, we so have that's a nice asshole. person of the week? Uh, no. Nice person? Yeah. Uh, hmm. We have a bay of the week. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah, uh, Ray will have a bay of the week. So that's what I mean. <laughs> um we'll we'll end with we'll end with that, Ray. Is that yes. okay? So always yeah. ending on a positive note. Got so it. we're gonna do um spin the bottle and I'll go first. So spin the bottle is where it, we don't I mean Technically, can we spin the, the wine bottle? We could. Uh, but. hell yeah. <laughs> Give me that damn oh wine God. bottle. It's gonna Clear this shit out. This is drunk bitches, damn it. <laughs> All right. We're spinning Yay. the bottle. Yay. Michelle, oh. you All go right. first. Are we kissing something? So, oh. it, it, it's basically our rant of the week. Mm-hmm. So, my rant of the week is GFW Airport. Okay. God love that airport. I, I really, like, the parking's gotten so much better, like, the in and out, like, all, it really, really has. But when you're traveling on spring break week, and you're not spring breakers, oh. uh, and you get back, and your flight, first of all, is late, and then you get back, so it's kind of fucked up how they have you going from one terminal to another. So if you're in the airport, and let's say you're at Terminal B, and your flight has been changed to Terminal C for whatever reason, you can get on the tram... And go. But when you've got checked baggage and it's late at night and you get off your flight and you got to go out of the airport, right? You got to go through the, the door that says exit, you cannot re enter. Right. Uh-huh. Without, you know, like massive DNA test, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Security. <laughs> so you get out there, you wait for your baggage, and then you've got to go to another terminal where your car is parked. Because when you flew out, you flew out of Terminal C. But when you got back, you fly into Terminal A. Oh. Yeah. So that's what happened to me last night. We get back. I get my baggage. Baggage came in record time. Yes. Kudos to the bag boys yes. and the girls. <laughs> Thank I ju- you. I just want to hey. say that this segment of first world problems were brought to you <laughs> by drunk bitches in politics. We know, but we still we still have rants, and we deserve these. Yeah, and, and hey, I was traveling for work. Okay, right. Yes. It's not like I was coming back from TV. You, you get your anything. you get your you get your <laughs> rant okay. off. Get your rant right, off, right. I was traveling back from work. Do huh? better, dear. I was getting my paycheck. So I'm I'm out of Terminal A, trying to get to Terminal C. It's like I mean. I say I've had, I've had a hell week. I was at our national sales meeting, sitting down sitting down during meetings during the day, getting drunk at night. So okay. In New York. <laughs> In New York. So, she was um, walking there. She was walking <laughs> there. Oh, my God. Did, have, we, have we told the listenership the inside joke on that? Because I think I hate when okay. podcasts do this. Okay, I'll okay. tell the inside joke. I think that it's important for people to know that when we're playing any form of charades or anything where an accident is required. <laughs> Rachel's default in any accent, no matter what French, part of the globe, Zimbabwe is. I'm walking here. Now, in my defense, it's not any part of the world. It's New York, any specific Boston, borough, New Jersey. 
No, Boston, it's a little bit different. I'm not here. You still say the same thing with oh my Boston. God, she does. I do, I say so instead, of, instead of walking, she says walking. <laughs> oh my God, Ray, I after the podcast, I've talked to you about okay. my coworker. We got to move Boston. on. Anyway, so waiting, 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 waiting. And every fucking boss that pulls up to us that says, I'm taking you to Terminal A or Terminal C is, guess what? Full. Yeah. Every fucking bus for 30 a fucking travesty. minutes. We got shit I'm to tired. do. I'm tired. I got cankles <laughs> because I've been eating hotel food and drinking whiskey at night. She was not- living her best life. <gasps> Smile, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> anyway, that's our rant. Is I just, I feel like DFW Airport is, is, is done so good over the last few years, but it's they really city. need to... They really need, yes, it is. And the, I mean, it really is like getting in and out as far as like uh, getting to your terminal, all that stuff. Like that is, it's really golden. But that part right there, it needs some work, DFW. I don't know who's in charge of that shit, but the inside tram needs to be where you can get your check baggage and still get on the in tram and go from ter- terminal to terminal. Because this has happened to me twice now where I get home late. And I mean, I'm walking to my car late at night, like walking right. through a parking garage. Like I want to get my shit and, and I want to get to my car. And you I, can't have pepper spray or whatever with you because they don't let you take it on the plane. Um, right. right. I just so. hey, for any airlines that flies out of DFW for free flights, we would be able to reevaluate this and come back with a better review. I am the marketing and advertising guru of this here podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All, All right. right, Ray. Bay of the week. Uh, oh, you want your rant? Oh, get, oh, rant. Get, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get my rant. I, hold on. Let me, let's position so the microphone. So, rant of the week. I want to make sure all of Texas hears this because, <laughs> here, let me, are All we of good? America. It, it's going to get your voice. Right, right? You got it? All right. All right. All right. You're good, baby. Move back. Quit adjusting the may, fucking mat on the I microphone. May, it's fine. I may start yelling. Just I may start yelling. God damn it. So, listen. Hello, wine. I know. I have... I am a forty. I'm a forty-one-year-old mom with a dude, bitch. Fuck off! I got just clink glasses on me. I got a dude. You know what? You are incredible. Do that loud. damn thing. Go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna Your do this turn. damn thing. Go off, sis. Go off. So I got an eighteen-year-old son mm-hmm. who just turned eighteen, mm. and. You know, thanks to my reluctance and anxiety, I haven't let him get a driver's license yet. <laughs> so today, we went to a fucking Texas DPS. And let me tell you. Tell it, girl. Texas DPS <laughs> is underfunded. Mm, mm, yeah. Understaffed. Mm, mm. They need more locations. They mm, need more mm. money. They need more hire. Go off, sis. Greg fucking Abbott, I hope you're fucking listening. Which, whatever, he's not going to listen to that. <laughs> no. But listen, we need to vote in more people that are going to put more money into DPS in order to A, make moms like me spend less time waiting in line for these little pieces the. Let me start up. For these little teenagers. For <laughs> the children. So we're not waiting for two hours. Also with a four-year-old in tow. Um, for the that little, sounds like a life choice. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just uh, okay. Technical difficulties, right, y'all. We'll just Sorry. that out. That's what happens with drunk bitches. bitches. Okay, so back, to my, my back to my rant. Um, so everybody who's listening, 
You need to start holding um, candidates who run for... We want more DMVs. <laughs> we need more DMVs. <laughs> we need fewer... We need less... We're not going to make that the top of the ticket. I'm just no, sorry. No, 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 but no. it's a rant. I get it. Look. Yeah, it's a rant. We had our DFW rant. Okay. We want but, DMVs but me, like we have like, Starbucks. Look, right. Your, right on. A shit. DMV on hey, every hey, call. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all, had, you had your rant. Let me have my rant. Let her rant, Denton. Let me rant. So, Denton DPS. These people, these poor people, the, the people who work there, they had half of the staff because the other half was out with the stomach bug. Mm-hmm. Um, because people don't wash their damn hands. Because people don't wash their hands. Because the government needs sandy hands. And listen, here, listen, this Denton DPS is located on Highway... Hey, is hey. it a highway? 288. Or, yeah, it's on Luke 288. Luke there ain't no goddamn parking spaces. No, there's not. You I've got been five whole spark parking spaces. And then they come out yelling and screaming at you. They want you to leave the parking lot. That's right next to FEMA. But you're not allowed to park on the hill next door because then they start calling tow trucks. Yeah, because it's... Per- DPS it's, it's- starts calling tow trucks on a hill that doesn't belong to... You know what? I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to be... I'm going to be nice to the DPS workers. Well, we love the Listen, DPS workers and we recognize how hard they I'm, I recognize it's hard for you, but at the same time, please stop calling tow trucks on... The, all those people in line were people of color. Let me tell you something. You need to stop calling tow trucks on people of color who are just trying to stand in line at the goddamn DMV who have a very small parking lot, okay? When you got 10 parking spaces in the back of the building because half of your staff is out with the with the goddamn stomach flu, you could just ask them to park in your parking lot. And people, anyway, people can't. It's a rent, all right. If you can't park, sorry. You can't. You can't get your damn driver's license renewed. And you can't vote. Right. And you can't vote. You can't get an ID. This episode of First World Problems is brought to you by Drunk Bitches Holy shit. Actually, you know what, though? But that's a big deal because all of those people that were standing in line, these were people of color, and they were trying to get their cars towed away on a hill that did not belong to DPS. Not tried to get the cars. They were parked on a hill that did not belong to DPS, and DPS is out there. We'll call the tow trucks. That property doesn't belong to you. It doesn't fucking matter who parks on that property. If the per- people who own the property want to call it anyway. So let's let's go back. Miss Chief, what do you want to say? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just. This is very entertaining, people who are listening right now. It is very entertaining. (laughs) And coming from a country where, unless you can bribe the people who work at the DMV and not get a driver's license, this is all very first world. I bet you got better parking. I bet you got better parking in Wakanda than you do (laughs) I'm from Wakanda because I'm African. No. Girl, <laughs> you talk about you from Wakanda oh. all the time. I'm Zimbabwe. I Zimbabwe. Yeah. Her and Trevor Noah, you mean they were living together in, in, Wakanda. in Wakanda? Well, to be fair, Zimbabwe, Wakanda is based off of Zimbabwe. I don't That's know what Right. I would have okay, expected no, no, that no. from you. So you say it all the time. You can't get mad at me for making the same comparison. This this, this problematic <laughs> moment is brought to you by Drunk Bitches and Politics. Okay, from now um, we're going to move to okay. Bay of the Day. <laughs> oh, God, she's still not done. No. No, you have to be done. All no, right, have, I will be done. Let me finish you, my point. You, wait, you took it Let too me long. finish my point. <laughs> no, you can't. Look, y'all keep interrupting me. That's not fair. So, my point is... I am trying to make my okay. point, but y'all aren't letting okay. me. Go ahead, babe. Um, Go off. You need more people 
DPS needs to be funded. We need more locations, more people. We need the funds to hire more people to... (laughs) See? Once again, you're not letting me finish. The same thing four times. We need the funds to hire test drivers so that way we're not waiting in line for 45 minutes (laughs) for somebody to come out just to tell our kids that they can't go because there's no third brake light. Right. Right. Maybe you should have checked your brake lights before you went to go test drive. Look, the inspection. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to play devil's advocate with you. Texas inspection. They passed inspection. So I had no idea. This yeah. episode of First World Problems is brought to you by Drunk Bitches and Pops. And now, Ray with Bay of the Day. Coming yeah. in as the closer. We're totally yes. sober, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Totally sober. You should have heard the podcast before this because they were repeating as fuck. I was not here for that one. <laughs> I think I might be the only sober one. Okay, but I would like to talk about Ray's driving, Bay. by the way. Yes, yes thank God. I'm driving everybody home. <laughs> I would like to talk about Bay of the Day, who is Professor Nathan Alexander from Morehouse College. Um, there was a boring. student who, he's, he was teaching an algebra class. And there was a student who let him know that he couldn't find a babysitter for his daughter. And so, Professor Alexander told him, bring her to class. Uh, During class, the professor noticed that the young man was having a hard time taking notes and keeping an eye on his daughter. So, he offered to hold the baby. She was quiet through the class. She even fell asleep. There was a joke about, you know, how boring the lecture must be. But... (laughs) Nathan Alexander said that it's important that he offered his students assistance, giving them any necessary accommodation to help them learn and be successful, and that teachers do this in their own way every day, and this is what they do. So especially in light of the college acceptance scandal bullshit that we (laughs) did not have time to even get into, I wanted to recognize someone who by all accounts, appears to have had his own personal struggles to get into college and found a professor who was willing to support him. Yay! We love teachers. We love college professors. Yes. So shout out to Professor Nathan Alexander. You to Bay. You the Bay of the Week, Bay! That's a good one. That is a happy note, Ray. Thank you. That is. That's a good good positive note after... um, after, Yeah. It was it was it was a good week, shitty week, and then we ended it on a good note. Yes. Right. So right. with that, ladies, glasses, drunk bitches in politics. Yay. That was the worst thing we do. Can we do a redo? Clink. What is all? Yeah, we, oh, by the way, our glasses are brought to us by Don Wade Lee. Which we love you, Don. We love our yeah. glasses. They're adorable. We'll, we'll post these on our Facebook yes. for everyone to see. Yes. And as always, we appreciate you guys for listening. I'm just happy to be here with these fabulous ladies and to be able to talk about all the important things throughout the week. And even through some dark things, we can always go through that, talk about solutions and difficulties, and find a positive way to end. So, I love right, you, girls. good. All right. Love y'all. Love y'all. I All have right. the hiccups. Bye! Love you! <laughs> so, do you guys want to try this? Adios. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Have you designed? In our Boston accent. Hey, hey, <laughs> Aloha. You you wanna you wanna do the thing? 
in in the podcast. Do the thing. Oh, 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 can I do it? Um, <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Watch, I'll get it right now that I know. You will. Okay.